0: This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. Lindsay Roberts here, and I thank you for joining me on Entirely Unconventional. Let's have an unconventional day in the Lord where we don't have to fall into the things and the traps that the devil sets in front of us, but instead we can operate in the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. This is the day the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. And let's expect a miracle in Jesus' name. That's my prayer for you as you listen to this that you expect a miracle, and that's exactly what you get, a divine intervention from God. Today, I want to talk to you about how to get through the weekdays, W-E-E-K, maybe what's going through your mind, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. As I am sitting in my chair in my home doing this podcast, talking to you right now, I am looking smack in front of me, and guess what's there? My calendar. And as I go into the other room, I have already got my next calendar ready. I have a calendar to back up my calendar. I have notes to back up my notes. I have lists that back up my list. My Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the weekdays, I like to plan them. I'm the one that gets the notebook that plans them right down to, you know, 15 minutes type thing. I like to know that if I have somewhere I'm supposed to go, no, I don't always keep a perfect schedule, but I like to have a plan ahead of me. So I know on my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I have a plan for the weekdays. But today I want to just switch one letter. How to get through the week W-E-E-K days is not what I want to talk about. How to get through the weekdays W-E-A-K days That's what I want to talk about. The days when you don't think your strength is enough. The Bible says be strong, not in your day, not in your situation, not in your finances, not in your bank account, maybe not even in your own thinking, maybe not in your family, but it says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This is not about your might. It's not about your uh, you know, abilities, although I love to have strong abilities. I, the Bible is very clear that after having done all the crisis demands, stand therefore, and I like to be doing my part, but this is different. This is when the devil, the thief, comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And then God says, hold on. Jesus said very clearly, John ten ten: the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But that's not the end of the scripture. He said, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Let the weak say, I am strong. Be strong in the Lord. Um, Rejoice in the Lord always and the power. When we talk about those things, how can you do that if you think you're too weak? Well, here's the cool thing about it. It's not about your strength. God must have known that we would have the W-E-A-K, weekdays, or he wouldn't have put so many scriptures on attaching ourselves to the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. He would not have put so much in the Bible about declaration. Let the weak say, I am strong, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. The joy of the Lord is our strength, not the joy of the situation, but the joy of the Lord. Okay. I'm going to give you four quick scriptures. Very simple. But the scriptures I want you to think about because these are scriptures that I, I, I okay, I'm going to actually kind of provoke your thinking. These aren't just happy go lucky, although I love those, but these are thought provoking. Hosea 4 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. One scripture says, My people are being pulverized beyond recognition because they don't have the knowledge of the Word of God. It's not knowledge of the situation. I can look at you and tell you why the situation made me upset, what's going wrong, what happened in my bank account, what this, what that. I can sit and I can assess that. I can even make two lists, maybe ten lists, of how things tanked. But it doesn't say that. It says that we are being destroyed, pulverized beyond recognition, because we are not living in the knowledge of the Word of God. Number two, Jeremiah 1.12. Wow, this is one to chew on all day long. God is not a man that he should lie. God, you promised. Well, if he promised, he's faithful to do what he said. God's not a man that he should lie. Maybe people have let you down. Maybe people have lied to you. Maybe people have cheated you. Maybe people are just acting ugly. That's not God. God said he's not a man that he should lie. He's not going to lie to you. If he said something in his word, if he made a promise according to the Bible, according to his will and his word for your life, then begin to believe it. That's that simple. Is it that simple, Lindsay? Well, I'm just telling you for me, I have to make a conscious decision to believe the word of God. Why? You renew your mind daily with the word of God. His mercies are new every morning. Why? Because Satan comes every day to attack. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come, Jesus said, to give you life and life more abundantly. So if Satan is diligent and consistent, why shouldn't we be diligent and consistent with the best weapon of warfare we have? And I'm talking about a spiritual weapon, and that's the word of God. Hebrews eleven six, 6. Get ready. You must believe that God is, that he exists and that he is God, and that he's a rewarder, not a punisher. God, why would you do this to me? That's not God. God's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, but I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That is in contrast to attacking the way Satan comes to attack. In this world you have tribulation, Jesus said, be of good cheer. I am not of the world. I've come to overcome. I have overcome the world. Hebrews 11.1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is a substance. might be a little tricky to understand, but actually it translates faith as the title deed of things you're hoping for, even though you have not seen it. Let's go back to God believing that he is and that he's a rewarder. I want you to go look up the word reward today, whether it's in the Strong's Concordance or in just the dictionary. God is a rewarder. Rewarder is an interesting thing. It means reward. God doesn't reward you with punishment. If I told my kids when they were little, if you'll be obedient and you'll do this or do your homework or whatever, mama will reward you. It wasn't with something ugly. It was something positive. God wants to reward you with something positive as long as we're diligently seeking him. Now, I want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit. To me, to accomplish all of the things to get through the weekdays, we have to understand that we need to get knowledge. Hosea 4, 6. Get knowledge of the word of God. Know what your weapons are. Know what your ammunition is. No, I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about spiritual. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not fleshly. They're not in the flesh, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. They're spiritual weapons, casting down imaginations and the high things that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing to captivity every thought against the knowledge of God. Bring to captivity those thoughts, into the obedience of Christ. So don't have a lack of knowledge when we go to God and say, Oh, God, why? And when the devil comes against, Oh, devil, why? No, get knowledge of the word of God. Jeremiah 1.12, God is not a man that he should lie. Believe the word of God and you shall be established. And when you believe the prophet, when you believe the word of God through the prophet, God wants you established and he wants you, the rest of it says, to prosper a successful journey on the road of life. Hebrews eleven six. that is God's reward. When you believe God, he said he'd be your rewarder and I don't believe he lied about it. And then Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the title deed to what you're believing for, even though you haven't yet seen it. It's what you're anticipating, what you're expecting. If you expect the other shoe to drop, if you expect doom and gloom, if you expect, I've said this before on the podcast, I heard a guy say, "I'm, I'm poor and I'll be poor some more. And he thought he was funny with his little jingle. But if that's what you're expecting, don't be shocked if that's what may come to pass. But the Holy Spirit, when Jesus left this earth, he talked to his disciples and said, I'm going to the cross, I'm leaving the earth, but, however... Big comma. I won't leave you comfortless. What does comfortless mean? He said, I'll send the Holy Spirit. His name will be the comforter, the divine paraclete, the one called alongside to help you, the one that is not only with you, but now in you. And the Bible talks about the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the Holy Spirit, the wind of God, the Ruach, wind of God. It is the power of God, the presence of God, the same power of God that raised Christ from the dead. We have the ability to have it within us to quicken and make alive what we're going through. I say the Holy Spirit is the great multitasker. He can comfort you. He can be with you. He can guide you. He can pray. The Bible says he's our intercessor forever making intercession. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, interceding in our behalf. The Comforter knows what to comfort us with. And the Comforter knows to comfort us with comfort. And we talk about tidings of comfort and joy. Think about what that means. The comfort of the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. And to me, that's how you get through the weekdays. You have the comfort of the Holy Spirit. You have the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. You understand that I am not going to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. I'm going to get into the word of God and find out what God says so that I can tell the devil, no, this is my Bible, right? I'm a child of God. I'm a child of the King of kings and Lord of lords. My father, God, owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He promised to supply my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You see, when you know the Bible you can begin to use those words as your defense. Faith is the substance, the title deed of the things you're hoping for. Begin to speak it in faith. Believe God is and that he's a rewarder and that he's not a man that he should lie. When you begin to understand the power that you have through the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, then you have a Bible right to confess the word of God, believe the word of God, and expect the word of God to come to pass. Now, are there weekdays? Well, to me, as long as I'm breathing, Satan would love to take the opportunity to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have the opportunity to combat those words with, Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. If you are facing W E A K weekdays, begin to quote this scripture Where I'm weak, he promised to be strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. I can attach myself to the power of God, and I can believe that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. To sit back and do nothing, to me, just for me personally, for Lindsey Roberts personally, is to open the door and say, devil, come on in. I'm not going to do anything but just sit back. Well, that is an invitation for the devil to be the devil. But if we begin to stretch forth our faith and expect a miracle, quote the word, call on the comforter, the divine paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the one called alongside to help, then I believe that's exactly what we'll get, the help from God during those W-E-A-K days. Now, like I said, all through these programs, um, I glean from different situations that we face, different phone calls that I get, prayer requests that I get. And that gives me kind of an insight of what I want to say as a message. Through those, that's how I develop messages to bring to you guys. So in that, These are some of the questions people have said, comments they've made, or some of the responses, and I like to use that as my kind of of a, a trigger point to begin to bounce off of that to see what you think. I really try, this was the question they said, I really try to be a good person. I try to do things God's way, but lately it seems like I can't catch a break. Literally everything is going wrong. If God is a rewarder, what in the world is going on. Well, you've got one problem and it's just an L. In your alphabet, you have A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z in the um, English alphabet. I want to pick on the letter L right there. What in the world is going on? W, O, R, L, D. You see the difference between the world, W, O, R, L, D, and the word W, O, R, D is just one letter, L. But that L, what in the L are you looking for? What in the L do you want? If you are looking in the world for your validation, if you are looking in the world for your success, if you're looking at the world to call you good, the Bible says good will look like evil and evil will look like good. And oh my goodness, are we seeing that today? When people who are doing good are regarded as evil, people who are doing evil are regarded as good. And God is left out of the mix. If God is a rewarder, what in the world is going on? The world is not going to change. In fact, I have a strange feeling in my spirit. The world is going to continue looking like the world. That's what the Bible says. In this world, you'll have tribulation. But then the word says, but be of good cheer. Jesus said, I've overcome the word of the world. We have to get off of the world's situation, the world's way of doing things, the world's approval, the world's thinking good and bad and get into the word of God. How do you catch a break? I don't want to try and catch a break. I would like to receive everything that God has for me. Because some days if you catch a break, the next day you might not catch anything. You might catch a fish today and catch nothing tomorrow. But instead of trying to catch a break, how about quoting the word of God, believing the word of God, acting on the word of God. And as you act on the word of God, then you expect God to, To be God, God is not a man that he should lie. And as you get in the word of God, begin to formulate your thinking. As a man thinketh in his own heart, so he becomes. Watch your thinking, watch your words, and watch what you're believing. And then for me, what would I do? I'd continue to expect a miracle. If you expect the other shoe to drop, if you expect you not catch a break, then I believe that you may just open a door to those things happening. But if you expect God to be God, you expect a miracle, begin to confess it, decree it, declare it. I believe God will begin to turn things for your good. They that wait upon the Lord will what? Renew their strength, getting through the weekdays. And I believe that'll be just what starts to happen. Even if you look, you know, there was a thing where where they were believing for rain and they said, we see a cloud in the sky the size of a man's hand. That is not a flash flood. That's just one cloud in the sky, the size of a man's hand. They look for a flicker. They didn't look for a flood. They were looking for even just a flicker. When they saw the flicker, they began to grab onto it and then expect the flicker to turn into a flood. And it really did. Begin to take everything, hold everything captive into the word of God. If you're thinking bad thoughts, hold them into the captivity of the word of God. Command everything to line up with the word of God. And as you expect a miracle, I truly believe things will begin to change according to the Bible. Next question. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Oh, okay. I know I need to be a doer, a d o e r, a doer of the word, but literally I am depleted. I'm worn out. I don't know how many times I said this and believe it or not, I really did not write this. I don't have energy. I fall asleep reading my Bible. I'm not praying like I should. Am I the only one who feels like this? Please help. Oh, no, you're not the only one because I feel that way sometimes too. So right there, boom, that's two. And I have a strange feeling that God would not have to put the scriptures in the Bible about letting the weak say I am strong and getting through the weak days, W-E-A-K, if he didn't believe we would need it and he didn't believe that people would feel just like this reader. It looks like this is a gentleman. I need to be a doer of the word, but I'm literally depleted. So when you look at things, what is depleting you? Whatever, this is how I do. This is me how I assess things. I make a list. Uh, There are things that are negative and positive in my life. There are things that are feeding me, and there's things that are starving me. There are things that are a breeding ground for failure and a breeding ground for success. And sometimes I have to make an honest, earthly assessment of what is going on in my life, and see what I can eliminate. What is that? What is that old song? Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Sometimes we have to eliminate some things in order to make room for some of the other things of God to come to pass. I call it. This is the thing I do. You may want to try this. Like I call it mental monopoly. It may be like a little game you can play. You know, monopoly board has only so many spaces on it. So many houses. So many hotels. So many cards. So many, you know, what is it, Baltic and Ventnor and Boardwalk, I hope I'm saying those right, Baltic Avenue, um, Boardwalk Park Place, all of those. There's only so much space of real estate on that board. Think about your brain like that. Think about your life, your hours. You only get 24 a day, seven days a week. It's all you get. You can't add or subtract. So when God gives us 24 hours a day, each day is broken up into 24 hours. Each hour is broken up into 60 minutes. Each minute is broken up into seconds. That is smack in front of you. So if you are using your mental real estate, you're filling your mental monopoly board with the negative and hurtful and painful. Now, there are some givens that you can't take out. Like in my job, I have certain responsibilities that is a given I have three daughters. That's a given. I'm not going to subtract that out. I have a husband. That's a given. So those those are things that go in my absolutes. But then there's things you get to, um, let's just say you get to have have a clean slate and you get to fill up the board. What are you filling up your mental monopoly with? What are you filling up your mental real estate with? What thoughts are you filling your mind with? What actions are you filling your life with? Maybe, just maybe, if you could take a look at that, and even if it's just one, like, like sometimes, like if I want to, I really, 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 really would like to have something sugary, but instead I switch it with something that's healthy for me, like I love to eat an apple or an orange or even a drink of water or something like that. So if I make a conscious exchange of something that might not be the best for me with just one thing that might be good for me, I start it. It's one step. It might be a baby step, but I start somewhere maybe you need to get a list and encourage yourself. Is there something in this list that I could eliminate that I would call it part of my weekday, W-E-A-K, and switch it over to something that gives you strength? Quoting a scripture, listening to the Bible, listening to the Bible on tape, listening to a good sermon, listening to a Lindsay Roberts podcast. I'm just throwing that in. But is there something that you could replace something that you really could and not miss it? Something negative, like a time stealer as opposed to a time giver, a waster as something that makes it weak, as opposed to something that gives you strong. I want you to think about that. I want you to get yourself a list. I want you to write that list down, make an assessment. If there's five minutes, listen, I'd be happy if you made an assessment that if there's one minute, okay, one minute a day, I'll quote this verse and just pick one verse, just one. Hey, you have started somewhere. And I believe that is a step in the right direction of turning that mental real estate, that mental monopoly into something positive, taking something that is, you know, what Satan would like to throw to you as a negative, not take the bait and instead turn it into just one thing. Maybe the next week you could do two scriptures and maybe you could do six scriptures and maybe you could do four a day. Whatever it is that begins to turn that tide, remember the Bible calls your tongue the rudder, like the rudder of a ship that steers the ship. The rudder's tiny, but it steers the ship. Use your verbal words, your your assessment, and say, I'm going to say I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Hey, that's one. That's the start of turning the ship with the rudder of the word of God, and I believe you're going to see something happen successful in that. I pray for you today from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I pray that everything you do begins to bring honor and glory to God. I pray that God works divine intervention. I pray greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I just pray for God to bless you. And as the Bible says, coming in, going out, Deuteronomy 28, blessed coming in, blessed going out, blessed in every area of your life. I pray for you for God's divine intervention in Jesus' name. And I pray that you begin to learn that you are, listen to this, I pray you believe you're worth more than you think. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on amazon.com. We'll see you next week.